Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush and Ben Taylor. What's up, everybody? We're back again. It's episode 305 of the Dad Bod Golf Pod. It's Kyle and Ben. And we're uh, recording from home uh, again. Little scheduling, uh, little scheduling conflict. We're reco- reco- recording home from home this time. I can't even spit it out uh, is, because I'm. You, have you been drinking? Because I'm so sad that I'm not at bunkers. Uh, but this is uh, again episode three hundred five, and we're ready to have some fun. Talk about. Have New you Year's. moved? Have you moved your studio setup at your house? No, I just found me a little spot, just a nice little cozy spot. I can kind of lean back and relax and just uh, let her rip. Let uh, not all up in the screen, not feeling all cramped. I'm just kind of relaxed and uh, ready to go. I know it looks like a like a psych ward prison wall or something like that, but it's dead by golf pod prison. I thought you were in in there. Just <laughs> it might be, it might be this. This is what it would feel like. This is probably what it would feel like. Uh, no, but um. Uh, tonight's episode is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one sports betting website in the country. Sign up today uh, and use your coupon code BLEAV, B L E A V. Get a 50% welcome bonus. Uh, you got the first round in the uh, NFL playoffs are down, wild card, wild card rounds down. So you're mm-hmm. going to have some divisional rounds, then the cha- AFC and NFC championships. Uh, ton of fun. College basketball all, every single night, NBA, tons of stuff to bet on. Uh, if you're not on it, you're missing out. It's the easiest way to e- easiest way to bet without having to chase down a bookie, without having to do these overseas bank accounts and all this other garbage that these uh, websites promise. Super easy. Sign up. Uh, I think you can even like have it shot to your Venmo or something like that. It's crazy. It's easy. So uh, bet online. It's where the game starts. All right, Ben. So. Real quick, talk a little bit about bunkers. Um, the one thing we talked about last week, the winter league signups are mm-hmm. going on. Call in uh, and get signed up. Um, you can find the number online. Just Google bunkers, and you can you can you can call right in and say, "Hey, I want to I want to sign up for a team." It's uh, I think it's three seventy five a player four man scramble format. Um, it's going to be six weeks. You're going to come in mm-hmm. Monday. Uh, I think it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, from like 5.30 to 8.30, and you play your nine-hole. It's just a nine-hole scramble. It's easy. You'll be in and out in an hour, uh, and it's going to be a six-week recurring uh, – I'm sorry, six-week scoreboard. Uh, it's going to be a season-long thing, six-week-long thing, and then there will be a winner at the end, and it's incredible prizes. Um, I think your team total is uh, – your team total you put in is – if it's 375 – times four yeah it's fifteen hundred dollars a team but you got a chance to win like five grand worth of uh, of stuff so uh you get to come in you get to have fun you get to play some awesome courses on the simulator uh and you get a chance to win you know some big prizes they're gonna have long drive contests every single week they're gonna Mm -hmm. have closest to the pin every single week um it's just gonna be a ton of fun and then at january 25th is the la- is going to be the sign up party. They're going to have gift bags, things like that. It's going to be kind of like your kickoff. So, and before then, go ahead and call in because I, there's only 36 teams and they're going to go fast. So, the winter league at Bunkers, uh, definitely got to get involved in that if you want to. Other than that, you got drink specials on I think Wednesday nights, ladies' night. You have the Sunday brunch 
which we went to my family. I was going to say, didn't you do brunch this weekend? We went this past Sunday. It was uh, spectacular. I got that pizza that we had that one time, the uh, hot honey chicken pizza. Kids got they split a chick, chicken finger, maybe the best chicken fingers in Lee County. They they split chicken fingers and fries. Wife got a burger, and then the kids play games free, and like they got all kind of games. They played darts, they played soccer, they played football, they played basketball, they played everything, and it was a they they really enjoyed it. So, um, that's something to definitely check out. Brunch on Saturday and Sundays, but kids yep. play free only on Sundays, uh, and this eleven to three both days. So. Be sure to sh- uh, check out Bunker, show them some love, and uh, tell them we sent you. And you can come. Typically, we record on Monday nights, Monday or Tuesday nights. We'll maybe start, you know, putting that out there. If you want to come hang out, say hello. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be there. So, anyway, check out Bunkers, uh, show them some love. So, a couple of weeks ago, may- heck, it may have been last week or two weeks ago, we talked about New Year's resolutions. Yep. And uh, we both, you know, want to work on speed. We want to pick yes. up like that's the that's the thing. We want to pick up speed. We want to get our distance up. And one thing we decided to do to do that is order that super speed golf system. You've seen them. It's like the three yes. weighted the three weighted clubs. I'm sorry, they're not even a full club. It's like three golf shafts with like a little weight on them, and it's like a progression thing. You can Google them. We're not even sponsored by them, so send us the check. But uh, the uh, we decided we're going to try that. We ordered one for each and we're going to document it. You know, we got a baseline a couple of weeks ago, which is actually, I think we were, sh- we were actually shocked at where we were. I thought, I think we were higher. Oh, I was, <laughs> I, I was totally shocked. Yeah. So, uh, we were matter of fact, have- I was so shocked. I may be playing the wrong shaft in my driver. Yeah. You may have to bump it up. And especially after you start working out with these things, you may have to go up even, even further, but I ordered them last week and, you know, they were supposed to be here Friday, this past Friday, and they're still not here. I've had the worst luck of shipping. Yeah, it was inexplicable, too. It said, essentially, they said, yeah, the driver had it and he just didn't deliver it. <laughs> I have yeah, no idea. I, what, mean, I have no idea what happened. I don't know if he got like an emergency call, like on the route, and he just decided, hey, I'm just not dropping this. It's on my truck. Hey, I got it back here. I'm in the neighborhood. I'm just not going to do it. Not going to do it today. We'll get you next the next go around, and then still it says it's it says it's on the way, but yes. it's not out for delivery. Uh, it was supposed to be here today, you know, actually today when we were recording it. So a <laughs> little bit longer, Ben, until we can really start. Really, start I don't know if this that. is the holidays or what. And I hate to throw a certain company under the bus, but the 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 thing is, is even at our house, we're getting packages for people that don't live anywhere near here. And like it's we FedEx, also, I'll go. I'll it guess. Is, it's, it's FedEx. It's FedEx. <laughs> no doubt. And I'm That's just kind of like, I just you know, I drive up in the driveway because I mean, I I do that morning show, so I mean, I'm done a little bit after lunch, and I come up in the driveway, and there's always like a package sitting there. I'm like, I didn't order anything, you know. And Lori, clearly, as of late, with us doing all the Christmas stuff and and everything that's been taking place, she's not ordering anything. And I look at it, and it's not my name, it's not the address, and I'm sitting there going. Bro, the number is clearly on the outside of the mailbox. It's on the outside of the house. It's Close on the enough. outside of the garage. And <laughs> Close enough. Kyle, there's literally only like four streets in our entire neighborhood. Because you, you've seen where I live. There's in, And there's a phase one and a phase two. And we're in phase So we're not even connected. But there's only two streets in my portion of the neighborhood. Yours is really easy. It's just like you pull straight down and you take a left. And that's like your only options. Yes, there is no outlet. <laughs> and, and so... The fact that he's 
or she ever who's driving it is nowhere near. They're not even part of FaceTime. Like, who's what Google Maps are you using from 1975? Like, none of this stuff. It's and. I have had to call FedEx and I'm like, I don't know where this address is and I'm not doing your job for you. So you need to send a driver to come back out and get this thing. So I don't yeah. need it. You know, that makes sense why the FedEx cup is so stupid now. It makes total, <laughs> it makes total sense because FedEx absolutely sucks. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Listen to the, Listen to what they do to us. Okay. So first of all, this is somewhat confusing. Okay. Whoever set up our neighborhood is, it is a little bit confusing. So I have a street. You know, the street I live on, my house is a number. Okay. So like I have a I have a house number. Well, then there's another street that's that's sort of connected, but not really connected, and they have similar house numbers. So like my house number is the same as a a, a house that's like you can almost see it from my house. Like it's not that far yes. from my house, but it's on a different street, but they have the same number. But it's only FedEx that sends my stuff to this other person's house. But luckily, we've become friends now. So, yes. like, hey, it happened again. But yeah, this is a this is a FedEx issue. Um, I think I'm just absolutely snake bit. I haven't even told you this. I haven't even told you this oh. this shipping story. It's kind of funny and it has a happy ending. Okay, and it actually came to the happy ending today. So, uh, I am a terrible gift giver. I am the most not thoughtful person on the planet. I, I don't do it on purpose, but, uh, I just always, I, I don't read things very well. Let's just, let's just put it. There. I don't pick up on, on, on needs and things like that. So this year yeah. I was like, I'm going to have a thoughtful gift for my wife for Christmas. Oh, not only that last words, not only that I'm going to prepare myself. I'm going to make sure that I do this in time so it can be here. Um, Ben, what is a good like if you're gonna order something for Christmas and you want to have it here before obviously before let's just say you want to get it here two days before Christmas. Mm. What do you think is a good date? What do you what is a good date to get it? December 10th. December 10th. I I, I agree. I think December 10th should be complete completely uh you should be in in the safe. Yeah, that's, range. that's reasonable because that's, once you get that's to that's two the- weeks. That's yeah, once weeks. you get to the fifteenth, you're basically seven days away from when they're going to stop delivering. So, sure. Um, so yeah, so that window's probably the tenth through the fifteenth. If you can order in that window, you should get your items by Christmas. So that, ben, that literally gives them fourteen. To, it gives them ten to fourteen days to get it to you. Absolutely, I, I'm with plenty you. of time. I think it's plenty of time. You know what I did? How what, you think over or under that December tenth? Oh, I think you definitely over. I think you probably are like the 17th or 16th or something like that. I tell you what, you're going to be shocked on this. Okay. I ordered this gift on November the 25th before we went before Thanksgiving. So okay? like on, th- yeah, you're thinking about this all the way back at Thanksgiving because the, uh, the idea hit me and I knew if I, if I messed up, I'd, I'd forget it. But, uh, my wife loves to, you know, loves the bath. So I got this nice, like bath pillow, spa thing, like where you can put it over the bathtub and you got candle. You can have all this stuff to make her so she can have her time. You know, it kind of sounds like you want to have a little time in there too. It's not big enough. It's not big (laughs) enough. And there's never been the invitation. So, uh, so I I was like, Hey, I'm going to order this. We're going to get it in. It's going to be fine. It's going to be great. It's going to be thoughtful. I'm proud of it. You buy, you ever buy a gift? You're proud of it. You can't wait. So I'm proud of it. I'm like waiting. Well, 
I keep getting these updates that it's it's it hasn't left basically has not left the station. There's no get hasn't left the station. So uh. it gets and they keep telling me, I email like, hey, I'm getting a little nervous, you know, I'm getting not seeing any updates. They're like, We're it's gonna be there before Christmas, but you know, it'll be good. Well, it gets about December twentieth and I and it still hadn't left the station. I said, guys, it's clear this is not gonna happen. Yeah, they're it's like, not gonna happen. Yeah. They're like they're like, Yep, it's it looks like we've had some issues. We're gonna give you a ten percent off. We're gonna give you a ten percent off coupon. I was like, you know what? I'll go ahead and tell her. Um and you know, whatever. So they they credited me back ten percent. So it goes way past Christmas. It's several weeks past Christmas. And finally I said, here's the deal. Y'all got till this weekend. Okay. And it was like a couple weeks ago. Y'all have until Friday to give me some kind of update or I'm fine. This is a scam. I'm, I'm disputing the charge, blah, 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 whatever. So I did it that nothing happened. So I disputed the charge and actually they ended up refunding me and the the disputed charge. So I got both of those. And then guess what shows up today? (laughs) The gift. Yes. The gift shows up today. So it was like I got double paid for a gift and it still showed up. So uh yeah, I've had a terrible luck of shipping it. There's no telling if we'll ever get these these sticks. But if if um I'll dispute this charge. I mean, whatever, whatever I gotta do, we're gonna get these and we're going to build up our speed. We're gonna get so mega fast. We may not be able to keep a ball on the course, Finn, but I'll Oh yeah. I won't <laughs> Kyle like, can tell you my biggest thing off the tee is probably my control. Like I usually am in the fairway. I mean that that that's Kyle knows I'm a I'm a fun scramble player because I can usually just get one out there two forty five two fifty in the fairway, and then the big hitters can go ahead and whack away and see if they can just come out of their shoes. And so I don't want to do that. So I want to make sure the speed stays there, but I want the control to stay there too. <laughs> I don't want to get into the look. Get us reckless abandon, Le- yeah. reckless abandon. Just hot, like like Teddy Rose. Work for Justin Rose. I mean, he's... Hot, nasty, badass speed, <laughs> like tap ta- from Talladega Nights. That's yes. what I want. Hot, hot nasty, badass speed. <laughs> no, I mean I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. I've even looked into that, um, and I know this is probably a little New, new Year'sy, and I'll be over it by like February. But I've even looked into that Golf Forever program. That that you know, it's basically a stick with a bungee cord on it, and it, mm. gives, you, it gives you a bunch of flexibility workouts and things like that. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try it. I want to get I want to get uh, quick. I want to get faster. Um, I actually, uh, you know, I kind of feel like I've sort of had a, some, made some progress on my actual swing where I told you, I, you know, a couple of years ago, I could pound it out there forever. And then I just went through like these yips. Like I had these spinny yips where I just couldn't get off the oh. tee box and it goes a thousand miles in the air and only goes like 230, 240 yards. But I think I finally got that reeled in. Now I just got to figure out how to score. So. But uh, how, how has it started? How has your New Year's resolution started out? So I did play. Uh, I had my first round of the year um, this past weekend. Um, I my with my job now, I don't I don't get to play a lot, so I I have a lot of rain sessions. And also understand, I've literally been battling demons for oh I know what, two years now. Two yeah, years. It's, it's been, been at least. It's I went from a I went from a. Ben can attest. I went from a two handicap, a, a legitimate two handicap uh, in like a November to mm-hmm. to probably not being able to break 80 in a matter of two, two months. And, Easy. and 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 not only that, but not being able to get the ball off the tee 
uh, over, like I said, 240 yards. So mm-hmm. I, for about two years now, I've been battling. I finally, I finally think I've got it figured out. I played, did not score at all. Could not, did not score. Uh, I probably, I'm, if I broke 90, it was, it was barely, it was barely, uh, breaking 90, but I was, a lot of it was, a lot of it, I didn't really feel like I was playing that bad. You know, mm-hmm. I was just like, I, I was missing greens and then I couldn't get up and down to score or, you know, I'd hit a bomb, but it would, you know, trickle out of bounds. Like on, on one of the, one hole, I hit one that was seemingly right down the middle. Uh, it was on number three. I, I hit a okay. hyped one, right? It felt like it was right down the middle. Can't find the ball. No, nowhere to be found. I, I assume it was like just maybe a hair left and took a big kick and then went down in the thing and I just couldn't find it. But like, you know, it's feel like stuff like that happened to me. So, but I, so I did not, the, the, the getting the handicap down was, uh, first round is a big fail. First round was a, was a big fail, but I think I got something to build on. I'll tell you what, I hit. Listen, some, this is an annual goal, Kyle. We don't have to do it all in January. You don't got to get it all back in January. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. This, <laughs> let's pace yourself. You don't got to get it all back in January, but, but yeah, so it was, it was discouraging, but encouraging, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, because I finally got to see some of the fruits of, you know, all the work I put. Nobody works harder than me. I guarantee, like, it, nobody that's not a tour pro works harder than me, I feel like. I, I am a, I'm I'm on the range all the time. That may be, oh, some, you're of the pro- a, you're that may a, be some of the problems. Yes. Yeah. Kyle can tell you, I don't even, even when I go to the range, I'm probably like Freddie Couples or Lee Trevino. I don't hit more than, got to be maybe 15 balls maybe total. Yeah. Like, most times I'll even tell Kyle, especially if we go somewhere where you have to buy range balls, I'm like, just give me a few years. Yeah. I'm not buying a whole bucket of balls because I'm not going to hit more than 10 balls. And what I'll and really, Kyle, Kyle will pound balls all day long. Well, what I want to be able to do, what I'd really like to be able to do is get to the point where I feel okay about my swing, where I'm not necessarily trying to find something all the time. Like I'm not going out to the range to literally like, okay, Let's let's. I saw this YouTube video. Let's try this, this, this till something works. I've got something that's repeatable and I can work it. So I want to get to the point where I'm not necessarily worried so much about going to the rain and work uh, working on my swing, and I can really get get back to putting and chipping and putting because yeah. uh, chipping and putting killed me um, killed me this past weekend. We played this game uh, that's the dumbest golf game uh, uh, alive. It's called Snake, and I'm I'm probably because I lost. I was the. I ended up holding the bag at the end, um, but it was a. It's a Hold three. Put- Before, I was gonna say, let's walk me through this game because let me. I'll give you a quick description of what we played. Used to yeah. be called Bullet Snake, and when you told me what this is, I was like, I've never played that before. <laughs> okay. And a snake was in our game. Bullet Snake was uh, the bullet was you got extra points for one putts. It's hence the bullet, and you just lost money if you three putted that was the snake that was the that was but you talked about something that was carrying over and something that it compounds and yeah also nothing carried over when i played it not just that if you and another person three putted on the same hole it just was white clean and you guys no. started over on the next hole no this is it, this one's completely maniacal this is this is the <laughs> most this is the most asinine thing i've ever heard of but uh no and it makes it it got to the point where it wasn't even fun like we we're just like nobody's talking like everybody's worried about who's oh. going to three putt. So it started off, it starts off with, um, I think we started off at a quarter. Okay. So if you three putt, you, um, you owe a quarter to the group, not individually, but a quarter split, 
however many ways. You had five people. Well, the next person at three putts, that bet doubles. So you're like, man, y'all probably never got, I never got, uh, they're like, we need to put a cap on it. What's the, what's the cap going to be? And I'm like, it's never going to get like, what are you talking about? And they're like, yeah, yeah like, we you, need to put a cap. It's never going to get over 20 bucks. Like that's what I'd be thinking. Never yeah. going to have, never going to go over $20. They said, let's cap it at, um, you know, I think if you do the math, it comes out to 256. I was like, I was like, okay, sure. You know, whatever. Let's do it 256. <laughs> well, on 17, uh, I three putted. And if we were playing actually doubling, if it was actually doubling each time, it would have been $64,000. <laughs> Thank God we put a cap. Thank God we put a cap on it. But like after it got to 256, what was crazy? It, it was like, it was like, uh, it behooves you to play with better golfers that don't three putt. No. Okay. Th- let me explain this for some unfortunate unforsaken reason the greens were rolling like a 14 like it was unbelievable i'm talking about like if you had a six foot putt like you're from six feet you're like lagging you know what mm-hmm. i mean like it's it's they were blistering which i te- i actually do like i do like them but like when you're playing a game like this you, you it's it's just it's it, it's a whole new ball game. Did it's everybody have to put everything out too? Oh yeah, we had a we yeah. had a um we had a special measurement. There was a putter. He had a, this dude had a putter with a with a sticker like halfway down the shaft. So it was about I mean two feet. Like there, it, it was inside two feet probably was 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 a gimme. So uh, but other than that, you had to put it. You had to put you know you're having to put everything out. And I didn't even. I don't feel like I really putted that bad, but this, mm-hmm. this, this last hole, I had about a, I had about a, um, I don't know, 25, 30 foot buddy birdie putt on a par three. And it was like a downhiller. And then it came back uphill just a little bit. So I'm thinking this thing could just get past me and go, you know, I'll tell you where I was. I mean, if you're listening, you never played this course, you don't know, but uh, the pin was like in the kind of in the back middle on yep. 17. And I yep. was, a, I was behind the hole. I actually, Ooh. I actually hit a, a I, tough slot. I took one more club up because of the wind and it hit right at the, you know, just past the pin went up the little bank where the bunker is and started rolling back, but it didn't roll back far enough. And I had about 20 and you know how fast that is down, yeah. you know, downhill. So, you know, I just kind of eased it down there. And as oh it, yeah, as missing it, missing short and left is better in that spot than where you are. You're yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a tough slot. And I, you know, maybe the wind. And then I'm I, obviously it's, since my since I'm you know I feel like I'm hitting the ball better. My, I'm hitting it further. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm hitting it further than I've been hitting it, which is closer to where I was hitting it. You know, <laughs> two three years ago. But anyway. Yes. I say all that to say had this had a blazer downhill and I left it short. Well then, you know, I left it way short, probably like four or five feet. Well, then you got a four or five foot putt for 250 bucks, you know? Uh, and I said, I wasn't going to talk about the amount, but it is what it is. I, I missed the putt for 250 bucks. And then everybody two putted uh, on 18 and nobody got to pass back. Cause it passes every time it switches. But the funny thing was, it was like through nine holes. We had three, three putts on nine holes that the pin was in. There were some, nasty nasty pins uh and the greens were just rolling at just insane which again i like fast greens, so i can't complain too much but it just when you couple that with that game uh it does not make for a fun round but i just I, to me there's just not that i mean i didn't play good but if i'm if you're playing good and then you just have the wrong three put yes 
don't know how. Uh, can you hear me? I kind of think I bought yeah. my yeah. I bought you your phone up for a second. Uh, it just I feel like it. I don't know. If you're playing good and you have the wrong three putt, you could you know lose your your. And high. you know me, I can't stand three putts. Like yeah. I just that's something that there's any good part to my game. It, it's as we just said, it's the it's the tee ball and it's getting on the green and most times the speed going to be there. Like I'm going to usually be a fairly decent putter. Yeah. My problem is I can't ever hit the damn green, so that's the issue that I run into uh, <laughs> constantly. So, um, hey, that's. That's tough, man. That's also that's an asinine. Game. I don't like to. I wanted to play. I want. I, I, we had five, so that kind of. I wanted to play smack or hammer. That's my favorite. That's that's a fun. Oh, game that's to our play. favorite one. That's our new favorite game. Yeah, but what you know, I let. I didn't. I didn't. You know, I didn't want to. I, I wanted to just you know be the. I didn't want to be the stick in the mud. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. And it turned out to be a disaster for Thank me. Thank goodness I didn't go play. That would have been me <laughs> holding that bag by the end of the day. I can promise you. That's yeah, the dude. thing is that I'd have one three putt. My three putt would come on eighteen. That was when that was is when it would happen with me. Yeah, I but may I mean, legit. You're... I may legit miss the green on purpose on eighteen if where somebody's holding the back, so I can just chip up and try to. And then we talked about that. We talked about that. Talked about <laughs> hey, you might lay up like you lay up on eighteen to try yes. to try to just chip one up there close so you can. Uh, uh, so you don't have. I don't feel like I don't feel like anybody did that though. I feel like we played. You know played pretty heads up but overall i feel like i hit the ball good i just i'm, I'm at that you know that winter golf where you're just not you know you're not scoring you're just not yeah. you haven't been playing a ton you're not scoring but my biggest thing has just been can i get the ball in the air can i get it going in a, in a similar direction every time and uh can i just make good contact and i feel like i did that for the most part um and had a couple of bad breaks but i, I think i got something I, like i said i think i got something i can kind of build off of so how about you? Have you you haven't even had a chance to play yet? Have you? No, I've had. It's funny because this weekend had two opportunities. Uh, I got invited on Saturday to the the new whatever it is Pines Crossing, um, oh. which I really wish I could have played there. Um, heard good things about it from the guys that played. Uh, they said they enjoyed it. That's the first time they played it too since it reopened. It's it, it's it, you know just like you and I've talked about every time you got a new course, apparently the greens were hard and it's, but they did sure. say you would not, I haven't been out there yet. The one time I told the two times that I've had a chance to play one time it stormed the entire time. So we didn't get to play that day. And then the other time I couldn't make it this past weekend. Of course you invited me to come out on Monday and uh couldn't make it either. So uh, I have not, since we made the new year's resolutions, I haven't. Um, and I can kind of parlay this into, you know, what we're going to talk about a little bit later. The last time I played, played up at Willow Point and was just miserable. Like I, I was miserable. Like the from the playing conditions to um one green in my opinion was unputtable. Like I don't <laughs> where they had where they had the pin. Um we literally we all four of us ended up picking up like we were done. Like it's they so had, hit or miss right now, man. It's so it hit or miss with the weather. Because it, the the greens up there, they'd the already conditions. shaved them. They were wet. They you could tell they'd been rolled that they were painted green. They were not, you know, they, so you're not a lot of on, grass. Yeah. You were putting on dirt is all you were doing. I mean, it's still, they had true rolls, but uh, golly, it was fast. And so I will say this um, in the winter time, move up a tee box for goodness sakes. Cause I just was, it, I started trying to overswing the driver, which, you know, when that happens, that just, that is no telling where that's going with me. 
And sure. so after starting to overswing the driver and then I'm hitting nothing but four irons and five irons in the greens, which are clearly not holding because there's zero grass on the green. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and when you're on the fringe, it's like, you got to put it because it's such a tight lie. You can't get a wedge out and, and do anything with it. Tight and wet, you know, probably. Yeah. And so it's just not was, always a bad thing. No, no, not always. Uh, <laughs> But it was uh, it was frustrating, and and so uh, I got to do a better job of talking myself into playing the appropriate tee boxes, regardless of who I'm playing with. Just going, I'm not doing that because when I play with bombers, and and you you know the guys I'm talking about. I mean that I that I play with. I mean they're wanting to play not necessarily the tips, but like it was tees right in front of the tips. It wasn't necessarily what like the orange are at AU clubs. It was a little bit further back than that, but it wasn't quite what the tips are at AU club. Yeah, and. In the cold weather and the dampness and the it just the ball, my ball's not going anywhere. So it's just frustrating to to go out and experience something like that. And I think I ended up shooting like right at 90, 91, something like that. And it, yeah, but it, that honestly, I don't know how it wasn't 105 because <laughs> I just I don't know that I hit a good shot all day. And that that was a frustrating. But even sometimes when I thought it was good, the wind would knock it down and kill it. And yeah. And so it's like, this is just not because it was, and it was those holes like right on the water where there'd be no wind and then a big gust would come up. Like as you're, I mean, there was, Kyle, there was one hole we were hitting into. It's elevated par three. It said it was playing 180. I hit the four iron, which is probably around the 200 club, 205 club, and came up 25 yards short. And when I hit it, I was like, that is all over it. I'm about to win money on this hole. And it was way short. Yeah, it was 20 yards short and uh, yeah. because it was up against the water. So uh, move up tee boxes if you can, um, especially during the winter months when it's, you know. But like Cat also- Williams, man. Like Cat Williams said, he said. Yeah, you said that. What did he say? Cat Williams said, I found, when uh, Shannon Sharp asked him if he plays from, he said he played golf. He said, have you ever, you play from the tips? He says, no, I've uh, I found they don't give you anything for that. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> he said, I come, I think it's very egomaniacal. <laughs> It he is. said, so you could, I'm going to pay the same amount and I can, or he goes, let me tell you what, cat, you can go back further and for the, uh, for free. And, you know, he said the the scores count the same. I'm going to play, yes. I'm going to play from whatever the front tees up. And he said something, he said, uh, he said, my pronouns on the golf course, are she, her, he, them, and they, he said, whatever the front tee box is, which I loved. I thought that was, that was no, when, when he said, you, do you play from the tips? And he said, you know, no, I found they don't give you anything for that. I find it very egomaniacal. And it's like, man, that makes so much sense. It like, really so, is. It no, really I think is. you should play. I think you should play as far up until you can shoot until you can break par. How about that? I think you play as far up until you can go, you can consistently break par and then, Hey, okay, I'm going to back it up a little bit and then yep. play that one until you can break par and then back it up. I mean, I just don't see, yeah, the, the whole, when they say you, they base, base it off your driving distance, like I can hit a long way and I'm terrible. Like I can, you know, I can hit the ball right now, like especially when I was playing good. And, and then now I can probably hit it, you know, 270, 280 ish. Uh, you know, or, and sometimes I can get one out there even longer. That doesn't mean I'm good enough to play from 7,300 yards where Rory plays from or, or even 7,000 yards. I'm terrible. So I need to be playing, you know, I need to be playing from 6,000 yards or, or whatever, or maybe even less. So I, so I can, until I can, you know, 
actually shoot par, you know, break par. So it's, yeah. uh, I don't really get the whole, these whole, I don't really, the, the distance to me does not equate to a good, a great golfer. Uh, that, you know, that, I've seen I've seen different charts. So th- what Kyle's referring to, Golf Digest has got a chart right now, and it basically says if you average 270 off the tee, you should play a course at 6,500 yards or 65 and change, 6,500 and change. If you average 250, which is right around where I am, between 240 and 250 off the tee, uh, depending on conditions, 6,000-yard course. And then if you're at 230, which honestly most golfers are at 230, they think they're a lot better than they are, but they're not it, when you look at the averages nationwide. And you should be playing at 5,500 yards, which Kyle did the math like at AU Club. That's the gold tees. And yep. I think that it's just been one of those things where people have said through the years, the gold is for the seniors. And no, I think the gold – I like the one, and I don't have it right here on me right now, if you've seen – they choose your tee box based on your handicap. Yeah. And I think yep. that that is more appropriate than, like yes. you said, distance because – I got guys, as I said, that RTJ is kind of like that. I think they have some where they give you like a guidelines. Like if you sh- if you're th- if you're this, you should play from the green tees, or if you're this, you play mm-hmm. from this. If you shoot this, you need to play from the orange tees. Like I think a lot of courses are that way. I think that's what it should be. I don't think it's like should be designated off your age or your gender or whatever. Just play from you know if you sh- if you're a you know if you're sixty but you're a scratch like don't pl- I mean don't, that's you're taking advantage. I feel like you're kind of taking advantage of the system. You're taking yes. advantage of the system, so to speak. So, uh, yeah. Um, no, I we've think- said that. Cause there's been t- now when you play in a scramble, when they say that guys 50 and over can te- can go from the goal tees, you better put his rear end up there at the goal tees and take full advantage of it. If it's a scramble. <laughs> yeah. Um, sure. but yeah, you're right. There's some guys that I play with that are older than me and they outdrive me. There's they would they would demolish me if they played from a tee box up. I mean, because sure. they're already hitting it past me 15, 20 yards right now. And so, I mean, they're they're also very good golfers, but um it, it I'm with you. I think it needs to be handicapped. Ross Bridge is the one that sticks out in my mind that you just talked about because they will not let you play off from the play from the tips unless you have a registered scratch handicap or better. Because everybody comes out there and they want to play seventy four hundred yards of Ross bridge. And they're like, no, cause you're going to hold everybody up on the course. We're not doing that. Yeah. What's your I'm, handicap? Show me your again. This is where we're going to put you. Yep. Until I can get, until I can get to a spot where I'm breaking par from a, from a certain tee box. I'm, I'm just, it's going to be right around 6,000 yards. That's just what it is. Until I mean, I, I told you, I've come to accept the fact that it's going to be tough for me to ever be where I was 20 years ago as like a scratch golfer and, and, yeah. or at least being a one or two handicap, but like, I do want to have the opportunity to break 80 every now and then. Sure. And exactly. That's the frustrating part is when I played like I did at Willow Point, I told you, I said, there was no, I did everything. I I was, I was grinding for a 92. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so it's, it's frustrating that there was no, there was never after the first hole when I realized after teeing off how far back I was on the first hole, which is a part, I was like, there's no chance. Like I'm going to shoot a hundred today. Like I'm, I'm hitting driver three wood into the first, into the first green. Yep. I was like, this is not fun. Not and at all. So it just got worse from there. And so, uh, as I said, it, that, that's the frustrating part is how I want to have the opportunity to break 80. And out there, I was literally struggling to try to even break 90 and didn't do it. So, yep. um, yeah, use, be don't smart be, about it. Don't uh, be egomaniacal. Don't be that cat. Williams said it best. That is, it is the, 
I mean, you've even heard. You don't get anything for it. <laughs> he, well, you, our our favorite friend that we used to talk about, Bryson DeChambeau. I mean, you heard him say. I mean, that's when he got to doing his training. He was playing from the front tees. He didn't call it the women's tees. He said just the front tees, just so you and, can go low. Fill, and fill trying to, like, yeah, trying to yep. teaches you to get up and down around the green. Just basically, every par four was like drivable, but he's probably not going to hit the green. So at par fives definitely reachable in two. So yep. Uh, and he said once he got to a certain number, then he moved back, and then he tried yep. to hit that number again. Then he moved back, and so um, there's there's something to be said for it. I, I'm I, I think it ought to be handicap related, but uh, yeah, especially when it's cold. I mean, Kyle can tell you I'm already not a long hitter, but man, when the temperatures drop for some reason, it gets even worse. Gets I tough. mean, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm a full club and a half worse. Yep. All right, uh, guys, appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back at bunkers again next week. So. Yes. Uh, Tee it forward, tee it, tee it forward, have some fun, and uh, hopefully we'll get some shipping stuff uh, taken care of and we can start working on this speed, the speed challenge. And getting don't, this, be uh, don't, don't be egomaniacal. You don't get anything extra for moving back a tee box. There's nothing. There you go. There you go. <laughs> nothing Pre- happens. Appreciate you guys listening. This is episode 305 of the Dad by Golf Pod, and we're always, always stroking. stroking. You've been listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod, always stroking. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.